This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey everyone, it's Fat Mascara. I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Jen. Welcome to our beauty podcast. How you doing, Jess? Good, good, good. Okay, so I know you did an interview with Ushinta Sharif, right? Yes. So I did. She has her own line. Correct. And I she's the best. What did you guys talk about? All the things. I'm sorry you couldn't be there, by the way. It was a busy week. You know, Jess is like gearing up for like big, big happenings at Moda Operandi, which you'll be hearing about in the new year, but I've been doing some of these interviews. Let me, can I give, I'll give a little background. Let me give a little background. Mm -hmm. So Ashunta Sharif is a makeup artist, almost two decades of experience doing editorial, red carpet, TV, and movie makeup. 
She works with celebrities like Taraji Henson, Alicia Keys. Actually, we had a, we, this didn't make it into the interview. We had a throwback because we were trying to think like the last time we worked together. And it was when I was at Cosmo Girl and we did an Alicia Keys photo shoot. Throwback. She was doing her makeup a lot back then. She's also worked with Molly Sims, Sharon Stone, Janelle Monet. She is an Emmy-nominated makeup artist for her work on the TV show Empire. I know on Wednesday we were talking, LOL, on Wednesday we were talking about Wednesday, <laughs> the the makeup on Wednesday. Yeah. Remember Empire's makeup? Like Cookie, Cookie, yeah, Cookie the main character, makeup. brought a look. Yeah. Every single time we talk, we actually talk about this in the in their interviews, so you'll hear about that. Um, and she just wrapped a new show, Survival of the Thickest, with Michelle Buteau, a comedian I love. So I'm so excited to see that show when it comes out. Plus, she did the makeup. She has her own line, Ashunta Sharif Beauty, vegan, cruelty free, and some very cool colors. Like if you want a little like, I'm bored. Like she has these neon mascaras that actually glow under. Black light, just for like a little fun. Nice. You know, why not? So we were reconnecting about that, and I was like, you need to come on the show. We need to just have a proper catch-up, learn about her career, all of that stuff. So that's what we're going to do. I, I hope you all enjoy it. Excellent. Ashanta, welcome to Fat Mascara. Thank you, Jen, for having me. We have had a journey getting here. <laughs> We sure have. But I will tell you, while we were getting all set up, Ashunta came with no lashes on. I kid you not. How many seconds did it just t- take you to put false lashes on? Realistically, it was two minutes. I, um, I lined. I let it was dry. It? Yeah, because you have to let the, the liner dry. So it was about two minutes. But it's still really fast. I mean, most people take forever to get lashes on themselves. So it's a really fast process to put lashes on. That will stay. She's a magician. (laughs) Actually, she was using her magnetic lashes, which we'll get into and we'll talk about. I just had to share that, like, I watched it happen in real time and it was truly an impressive feat. You're an impressive makeup artist. So anyway, welcome to Fat Mascara. Hi, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. This is amazing. I feel like I've known you for years. You've been in this game for quite some time, but tell me how you be, how'd you become a makeup artist? I don't know what got you into this in the first place. True story. I was at a HBCU called Howard University. Howard, H-U. Called called Howard, (laughs) as if we haven't heard of it. (laughs) And you've heard of it. (laughs) And, um, Real, real talk, junior year, I left school due to a really unfortunate incident with um, my first boyfriend. It was terrible. My mom, my parents actually came home to pick me up from college. I was a junior. Um, When I came home to New York City, I was very broken, very defeated, very depressed, you know, 20 year old girl and just, you know, didn't know what I was going to do with my life because I had put everything, kind of put all my eggs into Um, one basket, so to speak. I was an anthropology major and I was a culture anthropology major. And funny enough, we'll get to it as we talk, but I really use cultural anthropology in my makeup almost every day in terms of studying humans, faces, features, backgrounds, why we look the way we do. I get into all those conversations with my clients now. So I feel like I I, I am doing Jane Goodall's work. <laughs> you know, funny enough yeah. through through current modern day humanity. But um I um left, came home, didn't know what I was gonna do in my life, worked some part time jobs, tempt and stuff. And I actually got a job at a place called Emin Company in Soho and it was on Spring Street, two twenty five Lafayette, right between Spring and Lafayette. And actually um 
was in a building with like seven of all mankind, the Gene Company, Kate Spade's office was in that building. Vernon Jolly, who was like a famous photographer's agent, he repped David LaChapelle. So it was all these artists were up and down in the elevators, like coming past me every day, you know, and there was a lot of creatives in the building. And one day, you know, I was talking to one of the owners from Seven and she was like really funky and I loved her eyeshadow. And she was like, oh, I got it at the store called Mac. It's right down the street on Spring Street. And I was like, really? And I hadn't, you know, I was very much like new back to New York because I was away in college. And before college, I actually went to prep school in Massachusetts. So I was there on a four-year scholarship. So I really wasn't a New York City kid, like as a teenager, I was away, you know, so New York, I I was very much like go to work, go home, didn't really navigate around the city, didn't know much. <laughs> and so I ventured off down the road to Spring Street's Mac store. And I was like, holy shit, this place is amazing. I, I found like, this is my people. This is my tribe. I wore black all the time. I had cranberry red dreadlocks. I drew, drew my eyebrows too dark, my mother said. I wore dark lipstick. I had a nose piercing. I wore creepers. I was a weird little gothic-y kind of black girl okay. from Harlem. I didn't fit in in Harlem, definitely. I was a village village kid. And so Mac was like, this is where all my long lost people are. <laughs> And yeah. I would I would go there all the time and sometimes, you know, like literally daily. And I got so bad going there. Um, I would be in the Mac store and I would actually be helping people while they were shopping. And because I had on black and I looked like the Mac kids, people <laughs> yes. thought I worked work. there. <laughs> and so the manager came over to me at the time and she was like, I see you here all the time. And um, you're always helping our customers. We really appreciate it. But you need to just get a job here. like." Don't work for free. And I was like, I never even thought about getting a job here. Like, wow, okay, I'll get a job here. So I was like, how do I do that? And she said, you know, it's a process. But she gave me an application. I filled out the application. They sat and they did an interview with me. And that interview went like 40 minutes. And I was, you know, just real, they were really intrigued by my life story because I was a dance major. I was really, you know, always into arts, creativity, doing makeup probably since I was 10 for my fellow, you know, dancers in our dance troupe and stuff. So they were just like, wow, you know, like this is really interesting. And then they gave me a second go round for another trial, which was now an actual hands-on application. I would have Uh to bring a model I would have to do a day and night look. I would have to apply lashes. Well, that was easy. I was I had been doing lashes since I was two. <laughs> you know, like I am that girl who wears lashes. My mom wore lashes every day growing up. She looked like Lola Falana. I don't even know if you know who that is, but she looked like dream girls when she left the house. I mean, like literally fake ponytails, fake lashes, makeup, beautiful skin. You she learned had, from the best. I yeah. learned from the best. She wore high heels until like the mid nineties. She didn't have her first pair of sneakers till like 1998, like literally. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can do lashes easy. And then I was like, well, if I have to find a model, I'm going to use my best friend, Kat, because Kathy's Italian, she's white. And what's more impressive than me, a black woman doing a white woman's makeup. So I told Kathy and Kathy's like, sure, of course, I'll come get free makeup from you. I brought her down to the Mac Pro store at the time, which was on Fifth Avenue between like 20th and 19th Street in the Flatiron District. Did my day look really fast. Everyone was so slow. That's that's the first thing I will tell you. Like, I was like, Dad, these makeup artists are slow. <laughs> 
Uh, yes, we've been in the business. We know. <laughs> you know, but I was so I was fast at it, like I said, because when you're in a dance troupe, we're doing makeup all the time, and we have to do makeup under the gun, under pressure. We have to be recital ready, show ready, all that. So I had a lot of practice, and then. When I was at Tabor, I wasn't a, a dance major anymore, but I was a theater major, which encompassed everything. And I did musical theater. So I always did the makeup for our shows. So I've been doing makeup, no joke, since I was like six, seven years old. Like, seriously, you know, so I was really seasoned. <laughs> and so yeah, when you I got there, around. I'm clearly you got the job, I imagine, right? You got, got the job, job at like what? Macy's Herald Square's Max Counter, right? Yeah, the the opening, they're open. That's the first Macy's in the country. So that Mac opened with the, with that. the Mac in the store. Yep. I mean, you I nailed mean, it, was, it. I nailed it. And actually, funny story: when I left with my bestie, we went to go eat some food and get some drinks, you know, because we were legal. <laughs> and um, she's walking down the street, and all these guys are like hollering at her, and she was like. I'm going to need you to do my makeup all the time (laughs) because I'm getting a lot of good attention. So, you know, it was kind of like the first time it was, it was me doing makeup, not for performance, not for dancing. It was for a person. And I saw that feedback of how it affects a person and her self-esteem was on level hundred. Like she was so hyped on herself. And I was like, I really want to do this. And so it kind of solidified it. Of course I got the job. Thank you, Kit Hamilton, wherever you are Mm -hmm. in the world. She hired me and with, you know, put me in that staffing. I had to train at Spring Street for a month, which was amazing because it's where it all started. So I got to train right at the Spring Street store. We, a lot of makeup artists we've had on the show talk came up through Mac because yes. it, it was the training there was great. But I mean, you weren't doing celebrities when you're at Mac. It's not, not like no, Taraji's not. walking into Macy's to get her set plopped down in your seat. And that's the start of it. Well, or is it? Wait, you just made a face. Is. I know you're, you know, it's funny enough, famous people come into Mac a lot and they try on products and funny enough at Herald Square, Rita Marley. I don't know if you know who that is, Bob Marley's wife. She walked, Mm -hmm. she, and no, and it's so funny when she walked in, I'm a huge Bob Marley fan all the way from childhood. My father used to play Bob Marley all the time. So he used to actually look at the old videos where you like, you see them like doing the performances, like the live concerts from like the late seventies. So I knew exactly who Rita Marley was. Like when she walked in, I said, that's Rita Marley. And everyone was like, who is that? It's like Bob Marley's wife. And she was walking around the counter and she walked right over to me because I was a dread. I was a Nazi dread, just like her. <laughs> and mm-hmm. my dreadlocks. And she was like, my sister, can you give me a little makeup? And I, she sat down and she she was Rita Marley. And I did her makeup right at the Mac store, right at the counter. And then she actually hired me for the Reggae Awards later on that year. Cool. So, yes. Oh, wow. Is that how you started in. to trickle into doing, like, events and red carpet? Yep. Yeah, Yeah. that's like the beginning of it. Rita Marley came in. Ricky Lake came in one day to Laura Mercier when I worked at. Yeah, so and then Star Jones came in. So these people really did come in to counter and want to get some looks, you know, get an eye or whatever. It was more, I think back then, you know, like without social media, celebrities too also floated around a little more easier than they do now. You know what I mean? Because I can... Everybody I can didn't float. have a phone in their face. Yeah. Yeah. No one had a phone in their face and there wasn't like, hey, I need a selfie. It was like, they could come in with some dark sunglasses on, no makeup. No one knew who they were and find a Mac artist that they liked and liked how their makeup was and literally be like, hey, can you do that? So I've seen it happen. 
So that kind of gave me a taste that there was stuff outside of the counter. Then Mac had a, a global artistry team, which I never got to be on. I'm still jealous that I never made it on that. Um, <laughs> I think you're doing fine. I think you're doing fine. <laughs> but that global artistry team did a lot of the fashion shows for New York Fashion Week. And I wanted to be on that team so bad. I ended up getting fired from Mac because I became a mom during that process. So I was at Mac for a few years and I ended up giving birth to Nami, my daughter, who's now almost 24. And literally the day I was fired, I always tell the story, Wilbur Ramos came over and he's like the department head of makeup at NBC, like for all NBC mm -hmm. stuff. And we started at Mac together and he was like, why are you crying? And I told him why I was crying. And he was like, no, you come with me. And he walked me to Henry Bendel, took me in there and got me a job with Laura Mercier because he had left Mac. And he was like, they pay more money anyway. <laughs> So we ended up <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Um, so yeah, I, I got fired one day and I was making like thirteen twenty five and the same day started making like twenty three dollars, literally. So at Bendels. At Henry Rest Bendel. in peace, Bendels. Rest in okay. peace, Bendels. Uh, that's why I model one door closes, another always opens. It, it's true. I've Isn't lived that it. the way. Yes, yes. Yeah. As long as you're good to people. I feel like if you're constantly working on having good intentions in your spirit, the universe senses the intention, and then it lays out the roadmap for like all this like great karma for you. And that's just how I've tried to like live my life, you know? So yeah, it was good to people. I was it nice shows to because I was thinking about clients you work with and I was looking back and I was like, she has worked with some of these women for years and years. Like you have a, seem to have a special relationship with some of your celebrity clients. Absolutely. What, what's that? What's that about? I think people get comfortable and they also know they can trust you. They can trust you with their their secrets. And secrets don't even have to be dark secrets. It could be just like certain things they don't want everybody to know about facial imperfections or body scars or it may be real deep secrets, you know, and they know they can trust us. They know that they can depend on us. That's a big thing, too, because I'm very dependable. I'm very reliable. I'm not like a flighty artist. You know, like some artists, yeah. some artists are amazingly talent, talented. They can paint circles around me with makeup, but they're not dependable. They're not showing up on time. Yeah. They're leaving. They want to leave right away. They're not staying, you know, they're not helpful. I've always been a nurturer at heart. And so like, yeah, my client wants coffee. You want me to go get you some coffee? I'll go get it for you. I've just always been that person. So that's, I yeah. think, is the reason why, yeah, I get the callbacks and people want me. I also don't get the callbacks because then when I'm with somebody else too much, then that one's angry. So that happens too. Oh, Jealousy happens. Yeah, you got to balance that. Yeah. You know, I was thinking too, back when you came up, that era of makeup, it was very like you were either editorial, you did like red carpet events, rich ladies, mm -hmm. or you did, you know, movie and TV. You didn't do all three. And here you are, you've been doing, I mean, am I wrong all to say you've been doing all three for like 20 years? Yeah, and fashion. Do you feel I comfortable in, in like... Is it one thing you like more? Like, would you rather be on TV set or do you like doing red carpet? What's your what's your comfort space? It's really tough. I love red carpet makeup. It's so fulfilling, you know, seeing someone walk with a gown and it's red carpet and it's so much glamour. It's beautiful. I love, love, love doing that. I love editorial. I love campaigns. I love TV and film. I think they all serve a different purpose for me. TV mm. and film, it probably is the most gut-wrenching emotional experience. It's like really like every time, especially when you start department heading like I have now, it's like you're mm -hmm. having babies. It's literally like having babies. And like when the project is over 
there's so much crying, you know, between myself and the wait. Hair. Didn't you just rap? I just a rap show. Yep, survival of the it, thickest. Something. Survival yeah, of the okay. thickest. Yeah, Michelle. Did you Buteau. cry? Yeah, I cried like a baby on the plane yesterday, flying home. I like my department head of hair, Fallon Edward. She broke down Friday on set. I mean, tears, snot break on set. Like couldn't even control herself. I'm the kind of person that I'm not going to do it on set in front of everyone, but it's like, I, it's, it's every time I get on a plane, I don't know what it is. I get on the plane, I have music in my ears and all of a sudden I'll be like, it's over. And the person next to me is like, what the hell is wrong with her? <laughs> you know, they're like, did someone leave you? Or are you getting a divorce? Like what's happening? I'm like, no, my show ended, you know, like it's really hitting me. And you then. were lead on Survival of the Thickest, right? Yes, I was, the, the, I was the, the department. Key. No, it's the department head. They call it a department head. head. And so that filmed in New York, but you live in Chicago, so you're flying home from like, so you had people working for you too. You had a whole team, I imagine. Yeah, you have, you have a whole team. And I live both places. I'm I'm not bi-coastal. Oh, you're I don't, bi-coastal. Know what, I don't, I don't even know bi- what they call it. Bi, bi, bi something. What is that? <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. bi, <laughs> I don't know what they call it. I'm bi-Midwest, by the East Coast. I don't know what it is. It's not really bi-coastal, but yes, I live in both places. So I had a whole team under me. It's I have to hire and staff, you know. So it's like really rewarding. Yeah. Like I get to give people jobs. I get to I get to get make people's dreams come true. There are people who come to me who are working under me who are not in the union because we always get a little a little wiggle room to bring in non-union members to work background so they can accumulate the days so that they can actually apply and be in the union. So you know, I always fill my team majority with union members, but I always give those new girls or guys chances. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really amazing when I get to see someone like my my sister, who's like my best friend, Chanel, who assisted me for a decade, who's gone, moved to Atlanta, started her own, you know, tr- career trajectory in terms of wanting to do TV and film. And now she's keying and now she's in the union. And, you know, I am grateful like to see like that journey because I know I've been a part of helping her get there. And that's like really important to me, giving back. Giving back is so important. I imagine. And I mean, doing TV, yeah, I've heard that from young makeup artists. They're like, I'm supposed to get hours. How do I get hours? Nobody (laughs) hires me because I don't have the union card. Like it's a whole... It's a whole, it's a a catch 22. It's a catch 22. And also too, you know, not to shade my, my older union members, but they're shady. You know, they don't give information out. It's, it's just truthful. You know, like I've had plenty of time. I've asked for information from my peers who are older and they don't necessarily share. And so since that happened to me, it is really important. I don't do that to others because I didn't like it being done to myself. So I try to really like, even the, even the young makeup artist who's DMing me on Instagram, like five paragraphs, (laughs) you know, pouring their heart out to me. I take the time to respond to them. I take the time to give them information. They're in shock when I answer them. You know, they're like, I can't believe you asked me, but I'm like, you must've thought I was because you wrote me five paragraphs. (laughs) But no, this goes with your whole karmic idea, the way you work with your celebrity clients, like spread the good love and it'll come back to you. I love that. Can we talk about TV a little bit? Just because I feel like I haven't had that many makeup artists that do as much work on TV as you. And I'm gonna tell you a story, Ashunta. I just got a new TV for the first time in 15 years. Oh my God, you there's some bad makeup. I did not know how bad and good people can look because I never had a high def television. Yeah, high Your def job must un- have gotten so much harder in the last couple of years. 
No, I mean, you know, you know, for me with high def, because we've been doing high def now, like about 10 years, high def. To I know, I'm behind the game. <laughs> You're so behind, Jen. I'm like, no. I didn't um, realize. I was watching TV thinking like, oh, everybody looks great. Then you get the real TV. And I was like, oh my God, I can see pores. I can oh, see everything. See someone's orange. You're like, what the hell? An Oompa Loompa's up here. Like, jaw it, lines. I jaw can't, lines. And you know, I can't not see it because I'm in beauty. I, uh, anyway, I'm really critical. So you've already adjusted, I imagine, your work. In the I last definitely 10 years. have. I've, ha- I've had mistakes. Alicia Keys, I've had mistakes. Um, Alicia Keys, at the time, I remember we were do- doing something and I went too crazy on bronzer on her. And she came out and said, I think it was 106 in Park. And it was like the first time, like high def, like switched over. And when she walked out, I was like, oh shit, she is orange. You know, like, Maybe this is why she doesn't want makeup on anymore. Shit. But uh, no, but real talk, but real talk. No, that's not why, why she ended makeup. It wasn't me, but it's, it's just, you learn really quickly. Like, let me make some adjustments, you know, like I can't go so heavy on the bronzer. You can't go so heavy on highlight because it can almost read like such a glare that it's distracting. You know, there's a lot of lessons I feel like for TV and film that makeup artists that really do well in social media they have, they don't mm-hmm. understand, like, it's different. You have to tone back a little bit. Because people move around and light sources yes. move around. Do you work closely with lighting directors when you're on set? Absolutely. The DP. What's that chat like? So the DPs are my best friend. On The Best Man, I, am, I was with Greg, going to him on his back, probably driving him crazy at times because I could see you know, someone wasn't lit well. There was a scene actually that we were filming in the Dominican Republic and Sanaa is standing there, Regina is standing there, Melissa is standing there and then Nia. And Nia's a little bit, she's short like me and the rest of them are like taller women. And he had the light really, you know, really there for them. And Nia looked like she was in a gate, a cave. <laughs> I was like, so I had to go to him and be like, Greg, Nia's short. You got to give her some kind of bounce. And he was like, you're right. You're right. So, you know, like it really helps sometimes, even if the DP is an asshole and doesn't want to hear it, makeup artists become like, like almost like glorified DPs. Like, and I'm not trying to say we are, but we kind of become that because we know lighting really well. We know photography really well. And so after you've done this almost three decades, like me, I probably could DP or do any of that stuff. Like I know what good lighting should look like. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey 
Honey Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Hey, 
And now, how much does skin tone play into this? Because I feel like when I first saw Empire, I was like, finally, like black skin looking beautiful. I feel like sometimes on some shows for years, I was like, why does the black character look, their skin never looked as good. What was going on? You worked on Empire. That's why I bring up that example. Yes, it's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. We had we had great DPs on Empire, you know, starting from when I came. I don't know what season one was like, but season two is when I started. And I can speak for all of those seasons. Our DPs really paid close attention to making sure everyone was lit well. I think it was really important for, from Lee, you know, the head, Lee Daniels, mm-hmm. and also from Danny, our other um, creator, that Black people are lit beautifully and look gorgeous and look rich and look high end. And so that was really an important factor. And that's why I ended up there in the first place, because Taraji was like, I really want to elevate Cookie's look. And that's what I came and I feel like I came, saw, conquered. We did that. We elevated the look. We changed Mm -hmm. Cookie's looks constantly. It was, I was almost mad because, you know, it was like, I was so, I was so excited. But then like after two weeks, I was like, fuck, I've got to change her makeup like six times today. I you can't know? outdo this. I just did my best best. Yeah. <laughs> like I should have half-assed this, but no, but, um, you know, we really went there and, you know, with Paolo, with his, with his clothing, I was so inspired who was our designer, our costume designer. And with Missy um, Forney, our department head of hair with all the wigs. I mean, literally there were like, no joke, hundreds of wigs for Cookie to wear. So it was just really phenomenal, you know, like a great experience and high glam. And it was all the stuff that I really like to do. I Now I know you've been nominated for awards. Like I need you to win because the fact that you remember everybody's name, I'm naming projects you've worked on like 10 years ago and you're like, oh yeah, Bob and Mary and Sue. And like, you just remember everybody's name. What a talent. Oh my God. So when you're doing your speech, I feel like it's going to go really well. <laughs> I think, I think it will. Cause I remember people, you know, I rem- I get that from my mom. My mom always likes to give credit to people and you know, like if, if she writes something, she's going to make sure like everyone's name is involved, including her own. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I just get that, okay. that paying attention to detail from her. That was fun. It was a funny, well, only my put, mom will get that when she hears this. <laughs> okay. That's for you, mom. Well, you put it to good use because you just launched, I, well, not just this summer, you launched your own line, right? Can we talk about it? What was your inspiration? So we, we actually we actually launched Jen in the pandemic. So I la- I launched January 26, So I just heard about your line this summer. I'm a little late. <laughs> okay, so 2020 You're late is with when with your TV but, with your lashes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ashunta Sheriff no, Beauty it, launched no. in 2020, right? 2021, um, January, um, we launched our magnetic lashes. It was our first pair. That was the one I just put on. They're called Day and Night. I launched the magnetic lash line because honestly, during the pandemic at that time, I wasn't working and didn't know if I would work anymore because the way the world, it felt like the world was ending, right? And that in that port portion mm-hmm. of the the pandemic was like, are we going to ever work again? And so what ended up happening for me is I was like, you know what? I'm going to make lashes because that's the question I was constantly being asked, not only from real women, but from celebrity women because they were having to do their own makeup. So I was doing Zoom tutorials, how to put on lashes, how to put on lashes. And I'm doing this so much. And I had found some magnetic lashes from another brand and they were cool, but they weren't great. But I said, wow, the concept of, of this is amazing. What if I really kind of expound on it and find better formulation 
better quality lashes and make it, you know, make it more customized from a makeup artist point of view. And that's what I did. And so I came up with day and nights, which is what I have on. These are the nights of the day and nights. And they went viral. Taraji, I sent her a box. She did a video on Instagram. I didn't know she was going to do it. I was walking my dog and my phone died. And I was like, why the hell my phone died? And then I plugged it up and it came back on and it died again. And I was like, what the hell? And then I went to my app because I had built, I built my whole website myself, took the pictures myself, put them, I designed everything. Like I was a one woman show. I designed my website, put it up, created the lashes, customized them, did the order. I was everything. I wore all the hats. And I was like, why the hell is this phone dying? And I saw I had $28,000 in orders, you know, like in a matter of a few hours. Yeah. From because Taraji had posted it. That's amazing. Let's talk about magnetic lashes because I feel like some people might not know what you're talking about. But so you put on a liner, right? What's what makes the magnetic? So the liner has magnetic technology in it. That is something I can't even really explain to you, but it has magnetic teeny tiny particles, right? Teeny tiny tiny magnetic particles, exactly. Microscopic particles are made into a magnetic liner formula. You line your eye, you let it dry two minutes. I waited one minute today, but two minutes is what we ideally tell people to ask. And then Mm -hmm. the lash itself has tiny little magnets on it. And so it just, Mm -hmm. right, it's just just sucks right on. It's amazing. And your lashes, I always tell people to give themselves a little cat wing so that you have something for your outer corner to kind of hang on, you know, cause you don't want it falling down and that's it. You put them on and they're like pretty much on, you know, I'm like doing the tug on my eye. They're on. You don't, um, and then we have, that. you don't need mascara. You don't need anything else. And then we have remover now, which we just launched to remove them. And I'm actually oh. going to do a tutorial video. Well, I actually did a tutorial video. I have to edit it, but I mean, comes right off. It's amazing. So it takes that magnetic liner right off. You clean your lash and then you put it right back in the, in the box, which has like a magnetic charging strip to keep those magnets on your lashes, you know, positive. So they're always ready to work. You can wear these lashes up to 20 times. Do you use false lashes on like almost all your clients? Absolutely. Yes. Except for the men. (laughs) They want them or you think they need them. I feel like everybody asks for false lashes? Um, it's it's both. They ask for them and they need them. Without them, you really look <laughs> like you're in an episode of Law & Order. And even in Law & Order, everyone has on lashes. You know, Mariska Hagerty <laughs> has them on. Have you done Law & Order? I did. I worked on Law & Order with Sharon Stone. Of course you have. 12. Yep. With Sharon, I, was, I was Sharon Stone's personal. Yep. So I did. Yes. Uh, but, and she had but, lashes, I'm sure. Okay, back to your lashes. So they're magnetic, which makes it easier because I think the glue scares a lot of people. So that's sort of why you came yes. up with that. But now you've expanded the line. You have other things going on. That, it, yes, tell me, tell other, me about your other UV products. light stuff. So we have we have a bunch of unicorn pro- multi-chrome products. We have our unicorn glitter multi-chrome shadow palette, which the queen of R&B, hip-hop soul, Mary J. Blige just wore it on stage at the garden. Can't get Stop. better than that. Yes, so excited about that. Um, her, her makeup artist, Morel Hollis, shout out to him. He used it on her. So really grateful for support in my own community. We have our browsing brow gel, which is like the best brow gel hold, not even joking on the market. Like uh, you can even like lace your baby hairs with this stuff. Like it really holds everything. So like for those unruly brows, or if you want to get that like laminated brow look that everyone's doing on social media, or if you just want to quaff them. And it's actually like, this is the product just to show you, even for men, I use it for male grooming. I, you know, push, push people's mustaches in place. I can create handlebars with this. Like if I'm doing a TV show and it's period. So it's a multi-use product. It's great. It's vegan. It's clear. 
um, and literally washes out of makeup spoolies with warm water. It's a phenomenal product. All your stuff is vegan, cruelty-free, right? Are you vegan? I used to be. I used to be. I actually need I to go back. So. I feel like I remembered that. I, I, yeah. I fell off the bandwagon during, like, right, right at the end of Empire. I really got bad with food. <laughs> I was, like, stressed out. But I was a vegan for a long time, off and on, like, since I was 20. But I would say, like, yeah. I, I would eat probably maybe, like, four days out of the week. I'm, I'm really eating vegan, especially when I'm on set. Like most of my meals are vegan, vegan oriented meals. And then like, I may have like some fish, chicken, and every now and then I'll have like a good piece of steak, but no, I'm not a full fledged vegan anymore, but I'm thinking about really adopting like six day a week veganism. And then one day a week, like flexitarianism, flexitarianism, Mm -hmm. because I really feel like I have so much more energy when I'm a vegan. I definitely, I can feel the difference in my body. I think people appreciate too, though, that the products are cruelty free like that. Yeah. That's great. I mean, you know, what we put on our face and our skin is important. Yeah. Yeah. So lashes were something that needed a little extra education. So you provide that with your line. Is there anything else that you're like, oh, this is where they need help too? We we also have our, this is cool. It's our- They beating us. I mean, um, (laughs) this is, this is, this is our, our highlighter um, blush palette, which is pretty. And I always get people saying, can this work on all skin tones? Yes. I've used it on- someone Alec Wex complexion and I've used it on fair skin. So it works on everyone. And that's really like a great little travel palette to have because it's got different highlighters, got different eyeshadows. And I've actually used those blushes and those highlighters on eyes as eyeshadows. We have our diamond blender, which this is a brand new one. So I know this is going to suck me opening it. I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to find one open. My already. sound engineer is going to love you. Yeah, they're going to be like, thanks a lot for all this crinkly sound in my I ear. actually have one right here. Open. Oh, you do? Here it is. Yep. Look so, this. yep. That's oh, yours, yep. isn't yep. it? Yep. That's it's it. Like a, it's a blender, but it's black and it looks, I mean, it looks like a diamond shape. Like Why'd a, you make it this shape? I made it this shape. True, true conversation. Sam Fine told me that he wished there was a, a blender that had an edge. And I sourced mm-hmm. it and found it. And I understood what he was saying. You know, we can get into these crevices of our faces without having to squeeze the sponge. I can, don't, you know, highlight my nose. I can turn it on its butt, as I call it, and like put blush on, you know, like a cream blush. Or I can like get under the brow with, you know, highlight if I want to. It, and then, yeah, it's sharp. It's really sharp. And it, not sharp to your skin, but like the cut of the, the cut sponge. Of it, is the sharp. cut of the sponge is. Don't worry, people. Yes, we're not going to cut you. And then it can be completely, dam- <laughs> it can be dampened and used just like any other blender, and it will maintain the shape. And when it tr- when it shrinks, it goes right back to its shape. It's amazing. And then the little case, the little diamond case, I always tell people they can put like loose powder on the bottom of this, take it, put it in their little purses and touch themselves up. Oh, Oh, right. What, what have you, what have you been doing lately on yourself? So I feel like some makeup artists I've interviewed are like, they just look barefaced all the time in their regular life. What's your story when you're not like when you're doing your own makeup, what's your strategy for your own makeup? I only do a full face of makeup. There's only two times it's happening. It's an event I'm going to, or, or, you know, I need to look really polished because I'm working on a client and I feel like, you know, certain clients, you need to like have a a more polished look. Now, once I'm with you for a while, you're going to get me, you're going to get just bare face me with, but I always have a lash on even with a bare face and some lip gloss. So that's like, I always have good skincare happening. 
And then, of course, if I'm doing TV appearances, I have to up it even higher. But every day at work overall, like on sets, I don't put on makeup. I will literally only put on makeup. Like if they're like, we're going to take pictures today or, you know, we're going to have like a special camera crew coming to interview in the trailer or like I'm or I'm feeling really frumpy. I'm feeling like I look terrible. I just need let me put a little something on, you know, and then there's sometimes I'm just in the trailer making content. When I have downtime, because as a, as a department head, I have days where, okay, I don't need to be on set. I need to handle paperwork. But meanwhile, I, the paperwork's done and I'm in there playing and makeup. <laughs> so making content, yeah. you know, so that's also when I'm putting makeup on. You said you studied anthropology for a little bit. Do you think that some, there's something to that, that like peacocking of it all, like it boosts your mood when you put on makeup? Have you found that in your work that when you Absolutely. do someone's Absolutely. face? Absolutely. Makeup is like color theory in the sense of, you know, different colors affect your, affects your mood. So of course, putting a face on is going to affect your mood. It's going to lift your spirits. It's going to make you feel like, okay, look at me. Like Lizzo says, I'm that bitch. I, you know, you feel like you can take on the world, you know, and it, and for some people it's something as simple as like the perfect lipstick. It doesn't have to be a full face. It could be like, I just put on like a tinted moisturizer, comb my brows up, you know, a coat of mascara and that's perfect lipstick and they feel phenomenal. You know, it doesn't have to be a full beat. I just think makeup does affect moods. It it makes anyone who puts it on just just feel better about themselves. It because you're enhancing all your best qualities. And of course if you enhance those things, you're gonna feel like, you know, a lot better. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think mm-hmm. I think, you know, sometimes it's like we have zealot females out there who are like, you need to love yourself with no makeup on. And it's like, but why are you screaming? <laughs> Why are you angry? Maybe you need some makeup. No, but real talk, honestly, no. Uh, I mean, everyone does, should do what works best for them. But from an anthropological, yeah. from studies of cultures, which is what I did for three years in school before I left school, people used makeup. From Egypt to ancient time to antiquity, makeup was always used. Even men use makeup. There's famous tribes you know, in Africa and West Africa where men did actual full beats of makeup on their face and they actually whoever looks the prettiest mm-hmm. is who the the princess of that tribe chooses and selects as her mate so there's yeah that even happens. so he doesn't just have to have skills he he needs to have makeup skills in order to get not yes. just like hunting fighting all the usuals yeah, but he needs to be able to look beautiful like i forgot the tribe but the, all of the men do beautiful makeup on themselves and whoever looks the prettiest literally that the princess of that tribe who's up to marry says I'm picking that guy because he's the prettiest so you know I mean make I like that men are doing makeup more now because I because I mean in like even in like France in 17th century or whatever like the dudes wore lipstick and powder yeah, and all and that rouge. like it wasn't so gendered yeah. like I, yeah, yeah I feel I feel like makeup has become like you said very gender separated it had become that way but now as we see you know like the saucy Santanas and different people out there they're wearing makeup and it's it's okay. Men wore makeup, like you said, in the 17th, 16th century. They did that. Um, you know, indigenous people put on tribal makeup, you know, and tribal markings. And sure. so it's all it's all a part of, our. I feel like, the human experience. And I think that for us to say, we are barefaced. Okay, go look at some of these tribes and see if they were barefaced, because they weren't. <laughs> Your ancestors were probably not barefaced, so you do you. But like, yeah, I agree with you. So let's talk about some of your favorite products before I let you go. I got a little speed round of questions too, but like other than your line, which I know you've been using a lot of, you said you have a good skincare routine. Mm -hmm. What's like, 
What what's Ooh, what can't you I have? love La Mer's facial oil. <laughs> I know it's a high end product, but I love oh the oil. Yeah, the facial. That's a sleeper it's though, because most people say the cream or the I serum. I am a fan of La Mer's okay. facial oil. I also love Elemis's facial oil. Phenomenal. I'm a big facial <gasps> yes. oil person. I also love a good serum, you know, so I've been using Kate Somerville's quench serum, which is like a foam spray. I've been using that for probably almost 10 years. Oh, Hydra quench in the silver yes. thing with the little gun. What is that stuff is insane. It's insane. I've been like, you put that on and you're like, whoa, I just drank like eight bottles of water. But I didn't <laughs> Isn't drink it amazing? It is amazing. Also, I love 111 skin out of London. They have an amazing facial serum, an eye serum all their eye masks, their facial masks. Love, love, love them. I'm also a big steamer. You know, I think steaming is amazing. Amazing. Flawless beauty. They make great steamers. And then I love the Korean facial masks, the ones you order right off of Amazon. They're really inexpensive, mm-hmm. but they come straight from Korea and the ingredients are really potent. So I'm, I'm big on that kind of stuff. Wait, let's back up, go to the steaming for a second. When you're steaming, is there anything on your face or you're just like, it's a clean face and you're warming it up and op- opening pores? Yeah. Okay. So when I steam, it's usually right after I clean my face and you steam. I even got uh-huh. my husband steaming and, you know, steaming is important. It opens up all your pores, pulls all the toxins out, pulls all those bad impurities out. And then, you know, I'll wipe my face down and then I'll go into my skincare and your skincare actually, once you steam, you know, you don't have to steam every day. Like that's a little excessive, but like, couple times a week is a nice amount of time to steam, especially if you have problematic skin, because it's going to pull like the more you do it, the more it's pulling all that stuff out so that you can all the ingredients that you're using for your serums and moisturizers actually go in and really penetrate because now your pores are open. That's what steaming is really good for. So that's why like a lot of times I don't even do skincare until after my shower. Because that's a steam too. It's not as it's not a direct quick steam, quick yeah. steam, but it's still a steam. And that way, the pores are open. Even washing your hair, make sure like the steam is really hot in the shower. You know, so you, everything's really penetrating. So funny. I feel like a lot of people are getting into like ice rolling and the ice oh, face fascia, stuff oh, and forget about oh, the gua sha. I'm all into it. I am into it. I have I have jade rollers. I have the gua sha tools. I do it also with my knuckles. I do it to my clients. It's it's, it's it helps a lot. You know, I'm Makes I'm almost difference. fifty. You know, like you need to really take care of yourself, and you have to exercise those facial muscles and gua sha. You don't have to have gua sha tools. You can literally use your knuckles and with your sounds. You know, move in upright ways. Move this way. You know, do this. All that stuff really helps. And I I grew up with watching again my mom do that. Like she was big on this movement, you know, with her neck. The, the like effleuragey. Yeah. 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 She was finger yeah, tapping. Yeah. She, she, she was doing that my, my whole life. So, you know, I grew up with Diane Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> so you shout out, shout out to Diane Carroll. Yeah. What about before I let you go fragrance? Are you into fragrance? Oh my gosh. I love Byrito. I love, what do you wear? I wear, I mm-hmm. wear Joe Malone. I have so many different fragrances, but I'll just name the brands. I wear Byrito. Joe Malone. I, I use some. Oh, you have multiple scents from each of yes, these. Yes, I have so many. I can't. I have a lot of. Um, why can't I think of it right now? It's on the tip of my tongue, and I can see it. Um, it uh, starts with a K. Killian. Why can't I think? I have lots of Killian, Killian, but I have so many different fragrances. And actually, shout out to April Henson, who's Taraji's sister. She actually makes my favorite rose oil roll on. It's a it's a roll on, and she hand makes it. It's so beautiful. Like it's my favorite. So it's a fragrance roll on. Fragrance oil based roll on. It's and okay. I, I just want her to make a travel size, which I'm gonna tell her that. But it is phenomenal. And it's called Hen Sense. 
H-E-N and Sense, like Hensent, but Hensense. I thought that was cute. But shout oh, out like to April. Le- yes, like her name. Yep. So, that sounds lovely. Okay, maybe she'll get on it and get us a travel version. Yes, I need that. Also, some of my favorite beauty products. I love Huda Beauty. I love her brand. I love Huda herself. I love mm-hmm. I love Huda because she's, you know, the blueprint for me. She's a makeup artist who made a brand, but she still uses other brands and talks about them and celebrates them. And I feel like just because I have a brand doesn't mean I have to be 100,000% team Ashuta Sharif Beauty. I'm a makeup artist first. And so, yes, I love my brand, but I use other things as a makeup artist. So I feel like that honesty, that transparency, it is what I want to give you know, people who, you know, ask me if they say, what did you use? I'll tell them exactly what it is. I love some products from Fenty. I love Lady Gaga's new foundation. It is my favorite foundation from House Labs. Oh, it is amazing. I haven't tried to it. try something. I can't think of the term, but it's a. Fin- I used her liquid liner and I like, yeah, it, she, she has good stuff, good stuff, House Labs and um, shout out to them. And they always send me products. The lip bar, they always send me stuff. Great, great products as well. Um, shout out to Melissa and, and her whole team and also Danessa. Here you are doing your Emmy speech. <laughs> and then Danessa Myricks. <laughs> and thank you to this person. And thank you to, oh, were you about to say Danessa's, yeah. did you try that skin, the, um, which one? I don't even know what to call it. That glowy, oh, balmy, the glowy, the glow bomb. perfect skin. Yeah, the, yes. Amazing. I mean, I love everything. That stuff's insane. Danessa and I go back over 20 years. So I'm really proud of her. I'm really proud of everything that she's accomplished again blueprint for my brand totally to follow in her footsteps. I only, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, I pray to have that level of success and she's still so humble and sweet and all of her products are amazing. I love Danessa's stuff. I love Mario's stuff. I have, I have a lot of fans in terms, I mean, I'm a makeup artist. First. We're going to have to get your phone upgraded before. I mean, you blew up your phone with your $28,000 <laughs> orders of your lashes. I've seen, I've, I'm assuming you've gotten that all oh, straight. I've got a 14. Since, I've, so. got a four, I've got a 14 now, but I don't think that'll help. Because uh, I think when you when you go viral, it's nothing you can do about it. It's like your phone is just crashing. It's but that's a good that's thing. A thing. I hope that I for pray. you. Okay, before I, before I let you go, I'm going to do a speed round with you. I have five special questions just for okay. you. No pressure. Okay. What's the makeup look you're most proud of? Either because you did it in a really challenging environment or you just love how it turned out on one of your clients. It would have to be Taraji's Emmy look in 2018. It was soft. It was really pretty. She had on, um, I forgot the dress. I feel like it was a Marquesa. It was sheer, but it had like all these flower appliques. She had a shaved side, uh-huh. but like with a bob. And she just looked like a doll. It was really like one of my favorite looks for her because it was very, very soft. And I loved it. Okay. Whose makeup would you like to do that you haven't gotten a chance to do yet? Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey. Total bucket list. Absolutely. Okay. Let's put it out with the karma vibes that you're so good at. We're going to put it out there. (laughs) I feel like you're always wearing great jewelry. What's your most cherished piece of jewelry? My wedding ring from my husband. It's rose gold. I don't know if you can see it. And it's put in. Oh, it's beautiful. It's just put into like a really beautiful antique setting. I mean, vintage setting. It's just really pretty. It's my favorite piece of jewelry. I know he buys me other jewelry. He hates that I take it off, lose it or whatever. But this is my favorite piece of jewelry and I will not lose this. But yes, that's I love this ring. Love this ring. Okay, since it's holiday time, what's the best gift you've ever given someone? The best gift I've ever given someone? Wow, I don't know. I've given some really, really good gifts. I would I feel like you'd be a good I, gift giver. I'm that's a why good I asked. Gift giver, especially like to my kids. They're always getting everything they they want usually. So I think for my kids, you know, it's all the phones, computers, sneakers. It's all of that. I think that is all of it because it's all expensive as hell. (laughs) 
You spoil yes, them. Okay. Both of us. And so what's your wish or goal for yourself? Like your goal for yourself in 2023? I'm not going to call it a resolution. I'll just call it a goal because that makes it simpler. My goal for, for myself is to really take a Shunta Sharif beauty to the very next level. We It's like, you know, levels in your brand. And so I feel like we hit this level and now we're ready to go to the next level. And that's my biggest goal for 2023 is the elevation of the brand and to win an Emmy. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there. I want to win an Emmy. <laughs> yes. I feel that for you. Congrats on all your success so far. And I'm sure that's in the future for you too. I mean, I need to get nominated first again. I have been nominated in the past. So hopefully, you, you know, you survival been, of the so, thickest. Yeah. yeah, hopefully with the shows that we, the best man, survival of the thickest. Come on. One of you guys give me an Emmy. <laughs> I feel it. I'm excited to watch that show too. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Absolutely, Jen. Thank you. And Fat Mascara for having me. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. Despite all of our technical difficulties, we made it. <laughs> Shh, nobody needs okay, to know sh- about that. See, I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, though. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.